like we shooting through the skies, baby, passing through the clouds. We fresh out the lights, y'all. And we back again, man. Back again. Back again. Back what? What, man? Back again. Yeah. Dude, my life's changed in like a week. It really has. It like for really, real, though. It really has. It, it's funny. I feel like the past few episodes, almost every episode, it's almost like something else is not not necessarily changing almost every episode, but there's something like, you know, like, oh, we covered your 30th birthday. And then it was like, oh, well, how's your first week of your 30th year of life and everything? And now we got this. So go ahead and let the people know what what has changed now. Well, we kind of talked like I, I kind of foreshadowed it that I was going to propose to my then girlfriend, Samra Smith. And now I shouldn't use the government last name, but it's whatever. Um, <laughs> it don't my matter. then girlfriend is now my now fiance. And um, yeah, man, I'm engaged, bro. Which means like it's crazy because like. I was so nervous, man. Like, y'all, like, man, people that know me would be, laugh because, dude, there was a million things that gave away that I was going to, like, end up proposing. And, like, I think she had hints, but she really didn't know. But, like, afterwards, she's like, I should have known because, like, should, should I run it down what we did? Yeah, go, go ahead. Because, you know what? This is a great story. You know, it's a good story. And we people need some goodness nowadays. Well, so, you know what's cool, too, is uh, the fun part is is i was telling marcus today before recording like hours ago i was really excited for today's episode not about like stuff we're going to talk about because some of the stuff we know guys like some of the stuff like we talk about it a little bit ahead of time but other stuff is just off the cuff like i'll find something or he'll find something and we just talk about it um but like today i was really excited to do the podcast not to just explain my engagement but i don't know dude i'm like i'm really excited like i don't know i'm in i'm in a great mood and man for the week before this though like since the last time we did a podcast I was so stressed out like like I was stressed like that whole week leading up to my uh, my engagement like you know me proposing like I think I even said on the last episode right that I had a lot of anxiety (laughs) like all this stuff and man uh, I was dude like it's a trip too and I was and like for people that know me like Marcus, you know me, man. Like when I care about stuff, bro, I get pretty emotional. You do about it, like especially when I care. You're all in. And it, I'm all in, bro, and I'm and and that can be one of different ways. That can be all in as like an anger, all in as you know, like I'm with you, which usually it's like that. Like if you're my friend, like you know, I'm with yeah. you. Like you're you're anything. Like I'm with you, even when you piss me off and like I think what you're doing is stupid. Like I'll still hide that body with you, but. Um, man, that whole day on Friday, dude, I was so stressed out. Like I had been off energy drinks now, like since Friday, like dude, I started drinking energy drinks again. Now I'm back again, <laughs> like normal <laughs> one a day. Um, but like I was so stressed out, dude. And like for me, like Marcus knows that I can eat. Yes. But like I've been cutting back, right? Because I've been going to the gym so early in the morning and I am eating still, but like. I've almost thought about, like, we should talk about this, like, our weight loss journeys that we're on because I've been trying to do this thing where I can still eat, like, things and still make progress. You know what I'm saying? Good for you. 
I'm super jealous. I'm not going to lie. I am. I've been, I mean, I think I look okay so far. I haven't, I haven't weighed myself. I need to start weighing myself. That'll hold me more accountable, but I've, bro, like I, my shirts are fitter. Like I feel like, uh, I'm, I'm looking buffer. Like you can tell me if I'm wrong. Like, like I'm looking like I'm more built lately every time. Um, yeah. I don't know. You see me once a week. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes, like, I feel like I'm like my shoulders are wider. Like my waist is getting a little smaller. So that's what I want. Um, but I still eat hot Cheetos. All right. And I'm gonna skip ahead real quick and talk to you about my dinner last night. Okay. My dinner last night was, you know, I, I do up some chicken, right? Uh, lean breasts, cut off all the fat, all that, right? You want to know my side is? What? The new fiance wanted me to go find, and I found hot Cheetos macaroni. Oh, gosh. So we got some hot Cheeto boxes of macaroni. We got some cheddar jalapeno boxes. And we basically had Cheetos flavored mac and cheese as that side dish. Mm-hmm. Hell good, how did that way. go? How did that Hell go? Hell good. Delicious. Your boy, though, held back because, like, I guess I ain't ate box mac, mac and cheese in forever, right? Yeah. That I didn't realize that they only fill up the dang thing two-thirds of the way. <laughs> so I had to hold back, right, because I'm letting other people eat. And, and your boy, you know, you're going to be like, dude. You're jealous of me because I noticed, you know, I know you don't eat too many carbs anymore. And yeah, I can't. I can't. Well, your boy, you know, goes to sleep. And before he goes to sleep, he makes sure he has that good peanut butter sandwich. I hate you. Then I woke up and sweat my butt off at the gym and had an amazing lift where I'm starting to lift stronger just because I have more energy, which yep. is the main reason, to be honest with you, why I don't change the way I'm eating. I mean, I change oh, yeah. it. I just don't have all of it. Like, uh, I joke all the time, dude. My fiance and my family, like, I hold back. And now back to this engagement on Friday. So we we had planned for a three year anniversary not to um buy each other anything. <laughs> oh wait, speaking of, let let me ask you something real quick on that because I remember you were telling me that that you guys weren't gonna get each other anything, but obviously you know you had the ring. Did she end up getting you something? Because I was like, no. there's no, like, she's still no. going to give you something. No. She didn't? No. I'm surprised. I'm not going to lie. I am surprised. All right. She's going to hear this, but a part of me was surprised, too. And... <laughs> <laughs> like, but... I really am. Because, dude, she's very, like, you know, she she's one me. of those. She's very thoughtful. Like, she's the type that, like, if, like, I can't wait for you guys to have kids and then have, like, that birthday party. Because, that that party's gonna be insane. Like, well, she planned stuff out so good, and she's to be very honest, she crap. spent a lot of money on my birthday. True, like a True. lot of money, Marcus. Like, yeah, I didn't she want got her that, to tell me, but yeah, she added she, stuff up. She got this I guy a poster up. and like a cardboard cutout of his face, like a bunch of them. And my mom was all about that, by the way. Yeah, and it's on her nightstand, gold chain. Oh dang, I'm right there. Dude, she, uh, you're literally like she has that picture of you like on my on her nightstand next to some old like Mother's Day present I made for her back in like third grade. Is there a picture of you around? 
Yeah, yeah, like like the the pictures of me from like third grade, oh, like okay. third grade me. And it was like a Mother's Day gift, like our teacher got like the now, pictures, but not a like, frame. But yeah. But yeah, um, but no, she didn't. But it's cool because like I'll tell you some stuff after this. Yeah. Um. So we're like, man, with this pandemic, like she's like I sweat when I'm outside, <laughs> you know, like eating, oh, yeah. or anything, and she sweats too. She like she gets hot easy. So we're like, you know what? We'll just get it to go. We'll go to a park we always eat at just because sometimes local park, not like anything crazy, but like not a lot of people yeah. go there. Whatever. So I ordered us some sushi. I kind of already know what the rolls we want. And, man, I wasn't even feeling hungry. So your boy only got two rolls. Which is a shocker for people that don't know you because you put away some rolls. 30 rolls minimum. Pieces minimum for sure. Uh, But, all right, this is going to shock you. We're eating, right? Halfway through my first roll, I'm done because I'm so nervous. Like... I can't even eat anymore. And by the way, before this, I told her it should have been another sign because we didn't get nothing to drink. So I stopped at the 7-Eleven on the way. And your boy <laughs> buys Fiji waters for the first time in his life. Oh, dang. Well, dang, girl. No expense. I'm going to spoil you today. You know. And that should have been a sign to her, too, because I ain't never bought that. Um, I would have bought 7-Eleven brand. But uh, so we're eating like and I'm halfway done. And that's it. Like, I'm I'm tapped out. I can't eat anymore. Like, I finished the roll, and she's like, you want your second one? Nah, I'm good. What? She's like, are, are you serious? Like, yeah. Like, oh, I don't know. I'm just feeling full. So she's like, well, I'm going to eat mine. So she eats her two rolls, right? I'm going to go for the walk. And I was like, you know what? Let's cut this way, because I knew there was, like, a, an empty bench with not many, not really anybody around. And we go there, and I'm like, oh, man, I need to sit down. My foot's hurting lie heck a lie and i was like you know babe like i know you said that like we, we shouldn't get each other anything this year we made a deal we wouldn't but i was like you know what i made you a video so i made her a video of like me and her pictures right and like uh like a song she really likes and i like it too and at the end it was like basically asking her like to be mine forever and she like hadn't she was like what are you talking about like yeah so then your boy gets down on one knee and bro, as soon as I got down on one knee and she's like mouth open, like, dude, it was hard to talk. <laughs> it was like real hard to talk, bro. Like, were there people there? Yeah, there was people around in the park, but like not like close by us. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. At least like thirty feet away or more. Um, but yeah, dude, like it was crazy. Like, I ended up proposing faster than I wanted to because I couldn't really get out everything I wanted to say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, yeah, yeah. Like, she, 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 of course, is like, yes. But of course, right? The hell? I'd have left her ass there. She'd have said no. But, uh, <laughs> um, and what's funny though is that she kept looking around, man. Like, she kept looking around, like, as if I'm getting punked. And that's what she kept saying. Am I getting, like, punked or something? And I looked at her and I go, that show hasn't been on air in forever. Actually, it's like, back now. With who? Uh, Chance the Rapper on that Quibi, that new streaming thing. Yeah, I'm good. Now, anyways, yeah. uh, yeah, for sure. Sure not on there, huh? I need to see Justin yeah. Timberlake crying for his mom. But, uh. Oh, dude, he, uh, that yeah. was the worst for him. See, bro, that show, we've talked about it before, that showed me who was real about it. 
Yep. And JT is not about that. Wilmer Valderrama, he ain't about it. Um, people can hate on him all they want. The Rock's about it. Yeah. The Rock's about that life. Shaq's about that life. Allen Iverson's about that life. Usher's Kanye's, about that life. Hey, as crazy as he is, this is when we first saw how crazy Kanye was. Was when he was on the episode. Oh yeah. And he, he like wild. stole back that film and started running in the desert with it. What's funny too is uh. You know who's crazy about that life and like people don't talk about his because they're probably like, oh, but of course he's that way. It's Stone Cold. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stone Cold got like he's Stone Cold all the time. Oh, yeah. So, like when the when it's some, I guess it was like some manager was mistreating his workers and like firing his workers. Like he should have called that manager right in his face. He goes, that guy told you to F off. And he goes, yeah, I know. He goes, what are you going to do about that? And the guy's like, what do you mean we want to do about that? He goes, I think he's right. He goes, what? He goes, yeah, F you. Right in the guy's face. Like, <laughs> like he's like an inch away. He goes, why have me? He goes, cause you stupid SOB. Yeah, dude, he goes, he's... he goes, what? And he started walking towards him and the guy starts backing up and Ashton has to run out and tell him he's punk. Like, those <laughs> ones are always my favorite when it's like they have to step in and just reveal the whole thing. And, like, he was still serious for, like, a half second and then, like, goes, you almost got this dude beat. <laughs> he goes, because I was just waiting for a little snarky remark. I was going to unload on this guy. <laughs> yeah. And it's just funny, like, those things. But, uh, yeah, dude, and it's funny because, like, she didn't believe a ton of it until, like, we were, like, like she was in real shock, you know, until, mm-hmm. like, we were on, um, I think it's, is it Teasdale, that road to her house? Yeah. Over there, yeah, man. It was like then I think it hit her. You know, waterworks really started. And then once we got into the house, like my parents were there already, like to to her family's house, and it was cool, man. And ever since then, though, man, oh, bro, I haven't even told you like the half of it. Like, like, like her mom is real involved of stuff, right? Like, and she's really good at planning. Like that's why Samra's good at planning. Yeah. Um, man, bro, it was like nine o'clock, like nine thirty. Everyone's already gone, so we're just at their house, right? Just her parents and us. And mom looks over at me and her. So when's the date? She wants bro, to know. Bro, you know me though. I looked at her and go, "Hey, hey, Tammy. It just happened two and a half hours ago." There's no date. <laughs> but yeah, no, which is funny because when you text me, so I knew you were going to do that because obviously last time, last week when we recorded, you had mentioned like, you know, doing this tomorrow. So last Friday, was it, was it last Friday? Yeah, it happened yeah. last Friday. Yeah. So last Friday, I was literally like, I get off work and I'm sitting like I hadn't texted you because normally like we'll text throughout the day. It's very rare that a day goes by where we don't, like, hit each other up just to be like, hey, what's up? I ain't heard from you. Yeah, just, just, you know. just be like, you good? <laughs> yeah, it's it's very rare. And so, but that day, though, I, I didn't want to text you at all. Like, I was going to wait for you to finally tell me, you know, that it happened. Because I didn't want to text you and be like, hey, bro, so, like, did you do it? Like, or, <laughs> like, even if you were, like, Obviously, I wouldn't start the conversation that way, but I didn't want to just come out and, like, start a conversation with you because I had a feeling you were going to be there 
or, or sorry, not there, but she would be with you. And then she just randomly sees it. And I'm like, oh, oh, well, I just ruined that, you know? And so I, I just, I was being like all day. I was just like, I felt like a little kid just waiting, bro. I was just waiting. And finally it was like 730 and I'm sitting at home and I'm telling my mom, I'm like, this Negro better hurry the heck up. And my mom was like, what? What are you talking about? I was like, oh yeah, Richard's supposed to be doing it today. She's like, oh my God, that's the day? When? I was like, I don't know. It's supposed to be happening sometime. And it's almost eight o'clock. I was like, look, I know he's like, has some plan for it, but he needs to hurry up and do this because I'm getting impatient over here. And then literally, like after you have this conversation about it, like five minutes later, you text me, I'm engaged now. And I was like, oh shoot. Okay. Finally happened, you know? And what's funny is my grandma called me, I think, like a, like a few minutes after that. So I'm on the phone with her. And then I just mentioned to her, I'm like, oh, hey, uh, Richard and Sam are engaged now. Ooh, when are they getting married? When's the date? Grandma, like, it literally just happened. So when's the date? No, when when's the wedding? Grandma, no, they li- like, he literally just proposed <laughs> to her, like, 10 minutes ago, like, at least because that's when he just texts me. So when's the date? Grandma, like, because see, this is the thing. She, like, her and my grandpa, I don't know how long they dated. Like, no one really knows the true story. And we've never fully gotten, like, I think a, a real story fleshed out from them and their relationship. But they weren't together that long. And then my gra- grandpa was just like, oh, hey, Ruth, let's go to let's go to Reno and get married. Because that was the closest town to where they lived was Reno. And then she's like, okay, yeah, sure. We're going to go to Reno and get married. And then she always says, next thing I know, we're in Reno and we got married. And they've been together now 67 years. So, you know, it's like, Grandma, people just don't go run off and get married anymore. It's like <laughs> they take they take time on that. So, Yeah, and, uh, man, I, I think that's just a thing, bro, like of when, because when we finally told my grandma – at my uh, nephew's birthday party yep. during the weekend, she was like, so hopefully it's soon. Like, when is it? Hopefully it's soon. I'm like, it's not going to be soon. They're like, what the heck? Like, it's just interesting because, you know, it's not going to be happening, bro, till like 2022. Oh, yeah. Who knows when during then? Like, yeah. that's just how it is for me. Like, I ain't, I ain't having it then. But ever since then, bro, like, it's a lot of, it's a lot more than I thought. Like, I knew it was going to be a lot. But it's not, I don't know. Like, it's a lot of questions, bro. Like, I'm being sent stuff all the time. Like, even today, I had to almost, like, not, I wasn't mean, but I was kind of low reality check. Like, hey, we got a long time. Like, you yes. know, uh, why, why plan certain things when we're still in technically a pandemic? Yeah. Um, what if, you know, what, let's say we put a deposit down on something. How dumb would that be? Because then, what if they go out of business? Yeah. And honestly, dude, right now, because um, a friend of, well, you, you remember my uh, friend Sal, mm-hmm. um, my homeboy Sal. So him and uh, my god cousin, I guess, whatever, Amanda, they're supposed to be getting married this fall, but their place canceled on them. And like a lot of places, and they couldn't find anywhere else because lots of, lots of places are just not even booking anything right now. Even yeah. for the foreseeable future, it's like, 
Nope. Yeah, man. So I don't know. I'm I'm big on the whole like year out thing. Like let's get that. Um, there's a couple things that my now fiance uh has coming up like as far as like career wise possibly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm like really focused on that stuff for her. Like my school semester just started. Like, you know, there's some things that need to be done, but, you know, your boy's engaged, dog. And, like, what was the joke we were saying? Like, man, you know, because if you guys ever listen to older podcasts, you know, like, your boy, especially me, Marcus, and especially me, we buy figs. Like, we collect yes. toy figures and all that stuff. He's like, man, you can't just have impulse buys anymore. I know. Figs. I was like, not just because they look cool, because let's be real. How many times have we just saw something like, that looks cool, buy it? <sighs> I think more when more before the pandemic. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Cause like, let's be real dog. Like you slowed down because you know, like you're not really at the stores. A lot of stores ain't even open. Like more like in California, like, I don't know. I don't think GameStop's open. I, I don't think so. Yeah. So but I also never it's been interesting. I checked like once or twice. Yeah. Well, remember we did go to that one in Arden. They were all closed. Yes. Yeah. We when we went to Arden that time because they were like, oh, we're open back up. Okay, cool. And it's like, oh, like half the stores weren't. Yeah. Yeah. So disappointing. <clears throat> insanely, but yeah. So it's it's funny because like I already thought that too. Like, oh man, like I'm gonna have to. Definitely cut back. I mean, not as much. I'm not buying as much, bro. Like, I think I told you that. Like, I'll get stuff, but it's like, oh, man, you're getting packages in all the time. I get four packages in. How much did it cost you? With shipping or free shipping, 45 bucks. Like, it's not like, you know, not like yeah. before. Like, I actually sell more stuff than I have, like, anything. Yeah. Like, even remember I was telling you I was getting into, like, those Star Wars stuff, like, the Mandalorians, all of them. I already sold them all. Oh, dang. Yeah, like, I've sold a ton of stuff. Like, like Funko-wise, literally all I have is, like, anything Captain America. I'm looking at it real quick. Like, the Avengers, the OG Avengers, and, like, a couple other ones because I got them as gifts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like... I don't know, bro. Your boy is really cut down on it. Uh, but I did like. It's funny though. I still like. Um, I don't know. I I like the flipping side of it, the investment. Yeah. On some stuff, like I I pre-ordered stuff that like I'm not even into, bro. But I pre-ordered them. So like when they cut, like I don't know when they come out, I'm gonna sell them around Christmas. Like, uh, you know what's hot right now, and this is funny, we're not even like a fake podcast too much anymore, but I'll talk about it, because it's, I think, interesting. You know what's back is G.I. Joe's. Yeah, I remember you telling me about it. But, like, that's real, though. Like, if you go on YouTube and type in any, like, uh, like figure, pay videos, toy videos, like, G.I. Joe's are hecka back, and you know what else is going to start coming back, too, I guess, is Micro Machines. Okay. Yeah. I remember, dude, Micro Machines are crazy. Yeah, they were popular, remember? So many. So many. 
I think it was almost to, though, like, I don't know about you, but my brother played more with that. It was almost like a generation before. Yeah, because I remember, I mean, I remember, yeah, they were definitely, like, for 80s kids. In early, early 90s. Like, you were already, yeah. like, seven years old in 91 playing them. Yeah. <clears throat> like, us 90s kids were like, eh. Like, if they're around, cool, but really, we were more like Hot Wheels. Yeah, for reals, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's, I don't know, it's just interesting because, like, your boy still has a hard time, like, with his things that he does. I do collect. I, look at me talking about in, like, a third person, like I'm the rock. Uh, <laughs> or Vega. Vegas. Vega time. Hey, uh, same finish. Same finish. You never see the rock and Vega in the same place. You know what's sick, though, is that his finish wasn't supposed to be a rock bottom. <laughs> no, not at all. But, yeah, uh, I don't know. I try to, like, there's, like, cool stuff coming out, man. It's like, oh, I got to get them. But I can't. I Well, I, not that I can't. I shouldn't. But I still want to. Dude, so, like, I, did I don't see know. see something before we started um, recording that does look pretty dope. And if you saw it, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but it's a Venomized Thor. It looks so dope. From Chalice Collectibles. Oh, so you already know. You already know. Hey, hey, how sick did that look? It looks so good. Like for like, the Venomized series? Yes. Huh. I yeah. saw that, and I was like, dang. And I'm not really buying anything. Although, I have to admit, I did, I did go a little crazy. Not a little crazy, but your boy did splurge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let him know. I got that, uh... So I was watching on eBay. So the Black Lightning Funko that came out, the limited edition, the limited to three thousand pieces that was that I tried to get so hard when it dropped online, didn't get it. And then of course, you know, have to go through that resale. Originally it was like two fifty, two hundred was like the cheapest you could find it. And then it's actually been dropping a lot. And I found one on eBay I was watching. Uh, I got a last-second bid in. I didn't even think it was going to happen because technically the time timer was on zero before I even pushed enter. But it took it, and I won. So I won the bid. $120. $120. $120, huh? Yeah. Well, technically, well, 120, like, all together, like, shipping and, like, the tax. It was really, I think, like, 170, something like, like, it was a little over 115. But definitely now the most expensive, the most money I've dropped on a Funko. So 120 bucks, you said? Yeah. Dang, dog. That's a lot. That's more than I've ever spent on one, like oh, one I, single. I know. Honestly, the the only one that, and that was like almost pretty much double of what I had spent on my second most expensive pop. The most the most I paid for a pop was sixty bucks. Dang. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Wow. Yeah, dang, God, good for you, bro. Like, I'm actually proud of you. Uh, dang, you spent more than me lately. That's good. <laughs> uh, 
Well, I don't know. If you add up, like, all the little stuff, it's probably around the same. Because, you know, your boy reco- like has recollected almost every single one of those, like, WCW Toy Biz ones. You know, the ones I sold off but now bought back. Yeah, uh, smart. Um, uh, oh, my new addiction. Remember I was telling you I might have a new addiction coming up? Oh, is this is this a Richard Carrion Strange Addiction? 100%. Uh, you ready? What is it? Uh, I, I told you it before, but now, like, I really want to do it. Um, card collecting. Like, baseball cards? Basketball? Yeah, yeah as an investment, though. Okay. Yeah, basketball, baseball, Pokemon. Um, like, there's about, like, seven rookie cards of, like, this one NBA player that I'm probably going to buy. Yeah. As, like, an investment. Hoping that he turns out like a baller. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's kind of how you do it. I've also thought about like I already went like to a couple stores today before I we I came home uh, to see if they had like the booster boxes of certain things and they didn't. Um, but yeah, your boy wants to dip his foot back in because like, do you know like the prices of cards right now? No. Are you ready? Because like your boy started like what got hey what always so, gets him. I see something on Instagram, then I had then I listen to the podcast and boom, I'm in. I I I figure you you got it from the podcast from that one Fire and Kid podcast because they were talking about cards. I was like, oh oh no no no. I I've oh. been into that before because the guy who uh Jeremy Padauer who like revolutionized wrestling figures. Because he was like the head head of Jack Specific during like the 2000s when I was uh-huh. buying figures still as a ki- as a teenager and a kid. Uh, he's now the head of the one that does AEW. A- he's basically like he's the reason AEW has figures. Um, okay. I've been following him on Instagram and I listened to him first actually on the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast because he was the one talking about cards. But even before him was Gary V. I've talked to you how I listened to Gary V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gary V. Um, like Gary Vee's like people now have a podcast about cards and Jeremy Padauer was on it. And I was like, what? Cause Jeremy Padauer is big in like Pokemon cards and like old school sporting cards, but especially Pokemon cards. Uh, he spent, I don't know. He got, he got something for like 20,000. He won some like Charizard for like 20,000. Mm-hmm. And like the resale on it in like five years is going to be like seven times. Wow. And and cards are just crazy right now, bro. Like that, like you know, like you said, the one on, that they were talking about fighting the kid was the Mike Trout. Yeah. You know, and that's crazy. And like I think here, let me let me not get it false, but like you remember the booster boxes for Pokemon, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, like one of those went for an insane amount. That was like I think. um Yeah, that was the first one I got, like, with the Machamp. Remember? The holographic Machamp. That was my first, like, booster pack. Because I don't even think, like, because you can't find cards. Like, because everybody kept buying them in stores. So then I remember my mom was just one time, like, we found that, like, in a Target. And so she was finally like, okay, fine, I'll get you this one. I was like, yeah. Okay, so, like, there's a Japanese 
a Pokemon card that sells for like over two hundred grand. Mhm. But like now, the one of the boosters sold for like I think fifty thousand. Yeah. Yeah, like so I don't know. Like I've been wanting to get into them, and some of the ones, man, like they're cool and like. I mean, not like I'm gonna oh I'm gonna play with them, but like I just I just think it's a fun investment. Yeah. Yeah. So cool, dude. you might you might have some fun with it. Yeah, you know I don't know, bro. It's fun. It's nostalgic. I've been I don't know I've been thinking about them a lot. Like oh man, this would be fun, but and it's like a bad time to get like an addiction like this though. Hmm. I'm supposed to be saving. And I say that with a smile. Um, real quick, I will bring this up to you before we get into like a major topic today. Because uh, I thought about like talking about a bunch of stuff, but you know, my engagement, most important, second most yeah. important, you know, going to be what we talk about what's going on right now in society because it's what we do. Um. But a mini sidebar, and I almost don't want to bring it up, but I kind of want to because I'm like – I was pretty annoyed when I saw it. Um, did you see that an old place we used to go to is selling a ring? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, your brother told me. Your brother yeah. told me. Yeah. And what, what's crazy about that place too? Well – I'm not going to name them. No. No, um, not <laughs> crazy, but um, literally, I think last, yeah, a week ago, literally a week ago, uh, after we had recorded and everything, I went to the gym, and while I was there, I saw this one kid that used to be there, one of the old junior hires, and he just straight tells me, bro, like straight up, I was like, oh hey, dude, what's like you know his family's very involved with everything, like he's a good kid, and uh, he's like, oh. Marcus, what's up, dude? And I couldn't remember him. And um, I remember this kid. He used to look like Mac Lamore, but his name's Jack. So I used to call him Jack Lamore. And I'm like, and the reason why I, I bring that up is because when I'm looking at him, I'm like, who in the heck is this Mac Lamore looking kid? I'm like, oh, it's Jack. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking to him and everything. And dude, he straight up tells me, when you left, that put all the fun left. I was like, what? <laughs> and he's just like, Dude, just going on and telling me about it. It's, it's actually, dude, I'm not going to lie. It's one of those things, like, when you hear about people, like, struggling, that, like, but people that, that kind of, like, did you wrong, and you'd kind of think, like, oh, yeah, like, you feel good about yourself, like, oh, you're doing good and everything. Bro, I'm not going to lie. I felt not bad, but I was like, oh, that sucks. Like... It's dwindling bad over there. I've heard that too. And, you know, and he told, I was like, he's telling me this, like, he's like, bro, you left. And at first I'm not gonna lie. That made me feel kind of good a little bit. I was like, oh, thanks, bro. You know, but like, it wasn't me, like but you then. You almost felt vindicated in a way. A little bit, a little bit. It felt, it felt, it was kind of nice to hear. Oh, someone actually misses me. Okay, cool. But it was just like, but then he's telling me about all this stuff going down. And I was like, ugh. Oh, that's like, you know, and not to go into details, but just all the detail you need to know is that it's like it's dwindling. And I was just like, oh, dang, like 
I I felt bad. Not like res- did you really bad like a I'm responsible, but like like a ooh ooh like that sucks for you guys. Like like I feel bad for you right now. Wow. And I'm just gonna I'm just and you know and and I I didn't take it and I didn't feel like in a good way about it. Like a, like oh I'm doing bad, but it was just like a ooh okay, but anyway. Yeah, it was just a it was an interesting thing how that kind of how that came up because your brother told me about that last night and uh, yeah I was telling him that same story right now so yeah, yeah it was just interesting when I saw it like I was like oh this is up for like like purchase like I don't know man that's not I I don't know I was annoyed oh yeah I almost especially. Well, I almost commented on it, and I almost commented and said, like, oh, you, you mean the ring where the main parts and the hard parts to get were built off a guy that w- became my buddy, that be- gave me his phone number, not well, didn't go also, there, like he did it for me? And then this is the other thing, too, um, because of what it, like, because it was given as a donation for them. Because it's a it was given to a nonprofit and a tax write off, you can't sell those. It's interesting though too because like I understand how they bought that ring originally, but yes. all the things that were replaced were given to them. Yes, almost the entire ring was replaced if you think about it. The main, the metal, every which is the main stuff. Well, even in, the ropes. Yeah. The only thing that wasn't replaced yet was the padding. Yeah. Which is what or, was next. Yes. Like, but yeah, you can't, you can't sell stuff that has been donated to it. If you're a nonprofit and you receive stuff free, you can't resell that. You can't be like, you can't be like these, uh, um, convenience stores that go to Sam's club and buy like the packs of little, like brownies and stuff and then sell them individually. You can't do that. You, yeah, I thought you, it was weird, man. I was like, what the heck are we doing, dude? Yeah, that, but then it's just, but then also, dude, it's just one of those things. I'm just like, I feel like, not like, I feel a little bad, a little pity almost. Like, ooh, really? But you know what? That, that's all I got to say about that. And then. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I was annoyed and like what they're asking for isn't like insane, but like I almost thought about like telling your boy just to give him half. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Was it like on Facebook and stuff? Yeah, and they put it on. Oh, okay, because I don't. I I stopped. I stopped following them and everything. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah, for sure. On my own mental health. Uh huh. But yeah, it's like it's like they're asking three. 3G? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, baby. Nuh-uh. Nope. Yeah. That's why I'm like, dude. Tell him you give him half. Like, half. And that's generous. Yep. Considering that, let's be real. The majority of all that stuff has to be replaced. So you're going to have to put in at least half of that to get new materials. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, if you, you tell them half, 
and the other half you spend on some new things, you might be paying the full amount. Yeah. Which is Jesse's whole point about the ring and everything. Like, go with this one, but they want money, or when we're going to have to replace stuff, or I could just, he's like, or I could just get a brand new one that comes with everything for that same price. Yeah, so, I, I'll be real though. I haven't seen any for like three thousand, bro. Like good ones. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know I mean, because the one he saw right there, because he doesn't know, you know, he doesn't know much. He just knows he wants to do this thing, and uh, he saw uh, it was one of them little short ones, like uh, yo, yo boy Andrew Arch has down at uh, Stockton. That little, them little short ones. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those, but. See, I don't, I don't like those though. Yeah, there's something about them. I just don't like. I don't trust. Yeah. I don't like being able to walk up to the ring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like with a kind of bigger step, you can walk all the way up. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I saw that and I was like, man, I don't know. It kind of made me pissed off, to be honest with you. I almost deleted the person. <laughs> I think I really did. I was kind of, I was pretty annoyed about it, dude. I mean, I, I, yeah, I get it. I completely get it. Yeah, kind of pissed me off. Uh, mainly just because I was like, what the heck, bro? Like, I didn't even read the description. I bet you they lied on there saying it's like new. It's just been sitting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it is what it is, but I just thought I'd bring it up to you. Um, is there any more on that front, by the way? No. Have you still not talked to him about it? Um, no, I was supposed to last night. Like, I was legit just going to be like, hey, dude, like, you know. It was good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, they lying about it. The heck of lying. Oh, oh you All just looked it up? Included, I did. I had to. All parts included in excellent condition. Yeah, they lying. Oh, you lying. You but lying. Are you surprised, though? I'm not surprised. No. No, I am not. I'm not surprised, bro. I'm not surprised at all. Uh, but yeah, I was meant, I was supposed to talk to him last night, dude. Every time, bro, like I had full intention to be like, "Hey, dude, like, like you're settling in your new position right now. You got this like new like comfy schedule. Okay, let's hit the ground running on this. You know, like let's get some motion back into this thing. And uh, it'd be nice to get get back in there and work out some, you know, rest yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, so I, I bet and like, the only thing is too, I, I think I told you like I feel like other people are gonna want to join in, but I hope they don't get butt hurt when I'm like, nah, I'm good, bruh. Like I ain't gonna train nobody yet. I gotta get back in the yep. the mode myself. That's that's it, cause how can we go back to this and then be training people when we're not good ourselves? Yeah, if I ain't ready for it, I'm good, dog. Like yeah, you know. Uh, I was gonna tell you. Oh, you know, you know, I I don't want to say their name, but I will say this: Triple C going Triple C, dog. Ah, like for real, right? I ain't even oh, lying. I know. It's one of those, dude. Like, it's really one of those things where it's just like, like, this is the thing. I'm a Christian, yes. You know, I don't know how Christiany it is, like. The concept of karma, but I'm a full believer in that stuff, though. You know, like what you do is gonna come back to you, like you know. And from what the guy was telling me, 
little kid Jack Lamore that I ran into, he's telling me, I was like, ooh, it's getting them. And it's hitting That's them. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like they're getting it. Yeah. It's like, I feel like, uh, like Whoopi Goldberg in the color purple. Like, what you done did to me is going to be done back to you. Oh, dang. Oh, dude. That's a powerful dude. Dude, you want to you want to hear about some women empowerment and everything? Watch that scene from Color Purple. I'm just saying, it's good. And it happened. Danny Glover got he got he got it back to him and then some. But anyway, anyway, let's move on. Yeah, uh, well, what we're moving on to, you know, it ain't the nicest. Uh... I know. I feel like like this today's episode started off great and it's been on this slow decline. Uh no, it'll it'll get better by the end of I it because you know, as sad as things can be. Um it, and even when it's hard you have to look at the good. I believe that you have to. And uh and this I don't know. You it'll be what, let's let's talk about it. Uh that whole Jacob Blake situation which is really taking our nation by storm um and i think it became even bigger last night with the the players choosing not to play in the nba yeah uh you want to share your feelings on everything because like there's some things too like maybe we can talk about and clarify together Cause like there's some things they said about him as a, like what he is as a person. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But his criminal history. And you uh, know what? This is the thing. Th- those. If he was, if he was, if that was the reason why he was shot in the back seven times, because of that. Honestly, I would be like, okay, we can we 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 can talk about this and you makes know. Sense to you, huh? It would, it, it to me, if you know, but that's not what it was about. And this is the thing, I hate that as a society, like you know, whenever somebody gets killed, like when George Floyd got killed and everything, people want to bring up his past. Like people always want to bring up, like even dude Trayvon Martin when he got killed like gosh dude i remember it's weird in a in a weird way too it um it justifies like they it's like almost people justify why it's okay yes they're justifying it and it's interesting because like um i don't know like i i get it like i think i think pedophiles shouldn't like man they should get it they should you know it should be rough on them but um, as an officer, I don't think you should use your power for that either. No, no. And this, you is, know what I'm saying? Like, this is the thing, bro. Like, okay, if he has those things, he has to go to court for that. So that's already like happening in the system. Okay, you gotta. So there's already justice for that coming. You know what you're doing right there. You're delaying justice. And you're literally becoming a vigilante. And yeah, your boy rocks vigilante club. But that's not because I'm trying to be a vigilante. I'm just trying to support Stephen Amell and Green Arrow, you know? But it's like, you got it like, peop- like, all these people talk about like, 
oh, well, we want justice in this system and everything. Well, look, if you're saying, oh, well, this guy was a pedophile and he had this against him and blah, blah, blah. Oh, so it's okay that he got shot and everything. That's not justice. That's not justice. Justice yeah, is the... to let the system play it out. Because that's really what we're talking about here. Like, people just want, like, at least for, to me, I don't want... I don't want black supremacy. I don't want one race over the other. I just want there to be an even playing field. And that brings me to my next point about, like, how this little all blend in. Um, like, during them rioting, which, you know, I knew was going to happen. Like, I think oh, most yeah. people knew that was going to happen um, because so many people feel it's unjust. You have a person that doesn't live there who they have pictures of hours before helping clean graffiti up. He's a son of a cop. He's 17. And he, with an assault rifle, kills a couple people, runs to the police and, like, basically high-fiving. Yeah. They're high-fiving him. And Shannon Sharp said it best this morning, that it's sad that not all cops, for sure, not all cops. I'm going to preface it that. But there's some cops that he said that were more fearful of his black skin than they were of a white guy running down the street with an AK-47. Yes. And now, that blew my mind when he when but, I heard him say that. And this is that the blew thing. my mind. Um. So in Wisconsin, uh, there's this a guy. Now, you could talk about, like, you know, oh, well – He's on CNN, and they're all liberals and have their own agenda and everything. This guy, W. Kamau Bell, he's he's a comedian. He, uh, he has a show on CNN called United Shades of America, where he goes and he looks at all these. Like they did, it, they did an episode here in Yuba City about it, about how like the Sikhs came for all the agriculture and all that. Like he goes all these different places and talking about like the different cultures that are out there and how like systemic racism has affected different groups of people all throughout like the America. He travels all over the world. It's not, and it's not like an agenda he's pushing. He's just revealing stuff, you know? So people say, Oh, well that's CNN and all this. Shut up. Like actually sit down and watch the show. He's not like pushing agenda. He's just revealing the different types of people and how stuff has happened to where we are nowadays in America. He's had an episode in Wisconsin and talking about Wisconsin and as crazy as you think it is because Wisconsin is up north. You could get to, you know, Canada up there. It's like percentage wise. It's actually one of the most segregated and most racist places in, um, in America. Not. And it's and it's up north, and you don't think about like because when you hear about oh, if you'd ask people to, you know, talk about the most racist places in America, let's be real, you're gonna think Alabama, Mississippi, you know, all those deep south states. Mm -hmm. But this is up north, but it's because of a system that has been in place and the redlining and all the stuff like that, you know. But to the point that Shannon Sharp made, like, oh, well, the cops were more afraid of his dark skin than this white boy walking around with a gun. That's very true because so you because this is the thing just in the state of Wisconsin. And I have friends from Wisconsin. I have a really good friend that from Wisconsin. I was actually supposed to come down here 
in May, but then Corona happened, so, you know, I can't see him. You know, he didn't get to come through and visit, but there's such a problem there, and it's, dude, it's deep-rooted in there, because, check this out, I actually found this. The uh, chief of police there, um, he actually, back in 2018, there were, like, some three black kids that um, were shoplifting at a Tommy Hilfiger store. And this is the thing. I'm not like, don't give, I'm not trying to decriminalize what they did, but just listen to what this man, how he talks about them. This is what he says. I bet, and this is at a press conference. He says, I bet you, if I looked at their criminal records, if I went back and looked at their school transcripts, you'd see that these three males aren't very successful. If they can't complete high school, if they get in trouble in high school, they have a criminal record. If they do drive-by shootings, if they sell or give heroin to other people, if they come and sell thousands of dollars, if we don't think this costs society and the people of our community and our nation, if we don't think that that costs us billions of dollars, you're wrong. Let's put them in jail. Let's stop them. So he's talking about saying, Oh, well, they got in trouble in school and they did bad in school. So, of course, they're criminals. Well, guess what, Kenosha police chief? That white boy with that AK-47, he's a high school dropout. So what does that say about him? You know, and the sad thing, too, what what is really sad about that, too, and it's just like, even though I'm like, man, this kid is just like terrible, and you got to try to look at, oh, we'll try to look from the other side. Dude, this kid is a full-blown radical lie, like, in this white nationalist, like, alt-right state of mind, bro. He was in this, but the sad thing about that is he's still just a kid because there were videos posted because, you know, now everybody, because everybody got a camera nowadays. You, you ain't getting, you can't go anywhere without being caught on camera. Even if you think you ain't on camera, you on camera. There's a video of him when the cops are going to the armed militia. So, like, and they're, you know, oh, you guys want any water? And you see the little kid and this guy come out. And he's like, oh, me, 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 me. And runs over like an excited little kid who just got asked, oh, who wants a piece of candy? And yet here he is. And then we see pictures of him front and center at a Trump rally. This dude is radicalized, bro. And that's the sad thing that's happening. And well, it's especially- it's interesting, though, too, Marcus. I don't mean to cut you off, but, like, um, you know, people always say, oh, CNN. And as soon as they hear CNN, they think bad. Well, that's not fair because, you know, why? Because it's Democratic. Let's go over to Fox News, which is Republican, paid for, just like, you know, CNN's yep. Democratic paid for. By the way, they're both the enemy because then you have Tucker Carlson Man, over here saying Man. saying that this guy was doing good. Yeah, not only that, and then you have people like this girl. Okay, Ann Coulter, you know who she is? Oh, yeah. Dude, which I don't even understand. Like, oh, I have not liked her for since I ever heard of her. Like, she even says, I want this kid. As my president. 
Like, okay, hold on. And, when you say something like that, you say something like that. Dude, I don't care what anybody says, and this is going to get controversial as hell because I don't give a shit. That's racist, bro. That's a racist yeah. person. And then – like That's what that is because you're okaying the killing of people. Yeah. Of you, you want this radicalized person in power. And you don't want thing. him to kill just anybody. You want him to keep killing who he was trying to. Yeah, because because this is the thing. You don't like people don't understand like how these things, like everything escalates. So like we got Trump, who's like horrible person on one level, but guess what? He's gonna you're gonna inspire somebody. To go and take, they're going to take it to the next level. And then they're going to inspire somebody and they'll say, oh, look at all what you did. Now I'm going to take it to the next level, you know, because that's always how it works. You always want the people, your successors and the people you bring up to have more success than you had. Like that should always be the goal. And when you're advocating for this person to be your president, you're taking, trying to take things to a whole new level. And it's just, it's, you know, it's sad. It's exhausting. It's exhausting being a black person right now trying to be like, because you get upset about it. And then this is at least where I am with it. You see this happen. It's horrible. You feel you feel bad, and especially if you are a black person that has had run ins with police and this is in which i have which you know because you were there for one of them yeah and you saw how that happened and i can say this i am a firm believer yes there are great cops but on a sad note out of my three interaction well i could say four because when i was a kid i went on a ride along it was cool super cool dude then he brought cupcakes to my class on my birthday super cool guy Scotty Ramos, he's a local cop dude. He was hecka cool. Kind of looked like Jerome Bettis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I guess, okay, four out of, okay, I've had four interactions with police. Three where I'm actually like kind of stopped and pulled over. Out of those three, two of them were negative. One of them, the cop was just like, hey, bro, you're driving, you know, watch how you're driving over here. Just be careful. And guess what? He let me go. He said, be careful. You know, he might have let me go because I was sons with his friend, because I was friends with his son, Silas's dad, you know. But this was before me and Silas were, like, even, like, cool and everything. Like, we just knew each other. And I was like, oh, okay. He, but he let me go. He's like, hey, watch yourself. Okay, thanks. Let me go. Then we had the run-in with the cops in uh, Sacramento, where the guy almost hit us. He's like, oh, I bet you want to hit us. And trying to stoke something, you know. Like he was trying to provoke me after that. And weird. then, and then when I got my speeding ticket like three years ago now, and that cop, you know, two of them got them that bright light on me. Was I, I'm, and I'll be real. Was I speeding? Yes. Of course I was speeding. I drive fast. You know, I got caught. You know, I'm only completely owning up to it, but. When you're keeping that bright light on you, on somebody to where they can't see, and the way he's questioning me 
And he even makes the remark of like, oh, well, you're sweating. Um, you know, like you're sweating. You're taking drugs. I know how you are. Like when you make comments like that. And then, the, and then the worst part was, was then when, cause I've never, this is the first time I got a ticket. I'm asking him questions. I get told, stop being a smart aleck. I was like, okay, sorry. I'm just trying to figure this out, you know? Um, and then they give you the number to call at the bottom of it. And guess what? It was the number to the welfare department, not the police station, not the courthouse. It wasn't the courthouse like it was supposed to be. It was to the welfare department. So it's hard to say like, yeah, there are good cops because there are, there are good cops out there. You also had that run in at the summer stroll wearing your vigilante club shirt. Thank you. I forgot. I forgot about that. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. And then that one, you know, wearing my vigilante club hoodie that I literally just got. So, and plus it's a winter stroll. It's Christmas stroll. It's cold. And it's at night. It's heck cold. I'm wearing the hoodie. It says Vigilante Club. And it has like, and the crazy thing about that, yeah, it's the skull from the Bullet Club, but it has like the green arrow mask on it. And the cop literally comes up and asks, uh, excuse me, Vigilante Club, is that like some anti-cop group? What? It's like, and I'm trying to tell him, like, explain to him, like, no, it's just a wrestler. Like, it's his merchandise. Stephen Amell, the green arrow from Arrow. Like, and he's just looking at me like not buying it. And I'm like, okay, dude, like I'm just gonna leave. I f- I forgot about that, but you know, uh, you know too, Marcus. Um, and man, I you know it's crazy. Lately, I've been feeling like we shouldn't talk a lot about politics because coming up with the election, like you know, people take this stuff like to heart, bro. Mm-hmm. Like they do, and I'm not one to. I. Uh, Cause like, you know, like I think the last title of our last episode was like, you know, playing devil's advocate is a hell of a drug. Uh, because you know, I'll play devil's advocate cause some stuff like I've, some stuff on the you know Republican side, I believe in some stuff on the democratic side. Oh, I believe in, I do too. I um, do too. The only thing that right now bugs me and this might be like the last episode we talk about politics. Cause I don't know, just cause it's like, it's going to be too much. You know what I'm saying? with people, Oh yeah. Um, they they take it too far. Uh, but I will say this: everything's meant to be okay when your leader at the top never condemns yes. said groups, said acts, doesn't condemn them. He and by you know, like they say, the silence is just as bad. Well, yeah, because mm-hmm. silence is just as bad. Because Marcus, he didn't talk about the seventeen-year-old. You know who he talked about today? He talked about the NBA. You know what? So, what, okay, what's go? I I know that they boycotted the game last night, and there was talk and that about boycotting tonight. Okay, and I know that they kind of voted, and I guess they're gonna continue the season. I wish they wouldn't. They Put your money. Uh, and, and, and this might make you a fan of this guy because the only two teams to vote to stop the entire season were the Clippers and the Lakers. Yeah. No, like, and I've said this before, and I'll say this all the time. I'm a big fan of LeBron James, the person. He's a, he's a, you know, he's a very decent person. You know, look at all these, like, when have we ever heard anything bad about him? I'm not saying he doesn't do anything, but in the day and age that we live in, 
this brother's been in the a- NBA how long? Like, well, almost two two decades at this point. Almost. Yeah, he's already eighteen. He he's been in the limelight since he was sixteen. Yeah, you know, and we've never heard. You've never heard the the worst thing this dude ever did was when he chose to go to another team, and that's not even bad. That's not bad. That's just. And then boring. nobody condemned his old team who basically denounced him and like. And crap the, about him. And yeah. then he went back and won them a championship. But that's he another went, story. I know. But it's like, you know, so to me, yeah, good job, LeBron. Yeah. Uh, and they're saying that he's kind of mad because um, he, you know, because because of what the Bucks did with that, you know, and they, remember, they didn't tell Orlando Magic. Orlando Magic was out there warming up already. Yeah. You know, like that's that's a, that's the thing I think people don't remember. Like you know they're not talking about the Orlando Magic was out there on warmups already. Yeah, there should have been some communicate. Honestly, especially when you're in the bubble, everybody's like there together. And like, but people should have known too, maybe a little bit because like that happened in Wisconsin. There are the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. But I guess what what it was with LeBron is that he was mad because. You know, by them doing that, his team had to do that. Everybody had to do that, and that's cool. And he was probably cool with it. Six, somebody else can take the lead for once. Yeah. Um, but you gotta remember to really make an impact, you might have to go all the way with it. Yeah. And I think that's where he's mad at because he feels like that's not enough. No. But you know he what? He thinks to make the impact is you really stick it to him. And that's the thing, too, because let's be real. You say, oh, well, I'm not going to play, you know, when you're if you really, truly believe. Because I, I did hear someone say this. Well, is it fair? Like, I get the players want to do that. But is that fair to the league, to the NBA as a whole that has obviously championed this whole cause and has stuck by your side this whole time? Is that fair to them? And it's like, well, yes and no, because is it fair to them that you're just going to stop? Well, hey, this stuff isn't fair to black people in the first place. What's going on? So which is like which is 80 percent of your employees, if you look at it like that way, 80 percent of your players. I would be fine if the well, obviously, let's be real. I am watching. I am really watching, you know, basketball. But. If you were, if they were really, if they're really behind this, it wouldn't matter to the league if they do it. The league, the league should be the first one to be like, okay, if they want to do this, we'll go a step further and say, okay, we're not playing at all. You know, yeah, it's, but you got to remember the, you know, just like the NFL, yeah, good old boys club, brother. Which is crazy because speaking of the NFL, you know, four years ago today was the first time we were seeing Colin take a knee. In Wisconsin, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just interesting. Like you see reactions and like, you know, I'm like we said. I said it earlier. I'm not the biggest fan of a sex offender, um, at all, at all. Um, but I don't know. I don't. I don't think you should just kill somebody. Like that, like not not a. I'm gonna be real, not a police officer. Because no. guess what? At the end of the day, technically, you're supposed to be a better citizen than me. Yes. No, I'm saying technically, you're supposed to be. Because then what? Because then what happens too is then you're trying to push this narrative that oh well, all co- cops aren't bad. Well, guess what? You're adding to that. 
and you're trying to say like you're not bad, it's then you have to be better. You have to be yeah. better. Like you have to be better than me. And like I know that I say that all the time. Like I'll say that about like a president, but you do. You have to be better than me. You have to. And this is the thing people say, oh, well, that's not fair. Too bad. Life isn't fair. You chose that job. Yeah. Well, life ain't, you know what? That's the truth. Life ain't fair, bro. No. Life ain't fair. And guess what? You chose that job. That job didn't choose you. Yeah. You, you have to be the one who wants that job usually. And, um, you know, this is where we start going positive. I will before we go positive real quick. I'm just gonna end it with this. Oh shit. I'm just because I so I saw this yesterday because someone is trying to quote Dr. King. You know about the riots and everything, and it's like, look, I get it. You know, I'm not saying I'm I'm not for it or anything. You know, like destruct. Like, why are you gonna? You gotta watch. Stop destroying your own. You know, your own businesses. I was breaking into that GameStop, stealing video games and Xboxes, going to help any, exactly. change anything. Exactly. But when there's legit, like, riots and stuff going on because of this, like, this is what uh, Dr. King said one time. He says, he says, a riot is the language of the unheard. That was back then. But what I feel like now, are there a lot of opportunists going along with these riots? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. And are there people on both sides instigating stuff? Yes. Like, it was all coming out back in, what, May and June when people were finding, like, leaving pallets of bricks just at random places that, you know, people were being outed for that stuff. So we all know that there are opportunists just trying to stoke the flames to everything what's going on. But Dr. King said, you know, a riot is the language of the unheard. But right now, it's not the language of the unheard it's the language of the disregarded it's like you've heard us if we like the black lives matter movement started it was about what 2013 when trayvon martin's case was really out there and everything about so almost 10 years and if anything things have gotten worse and have escalated like to the millionth, you know, it's just gone up and up with the amount of incidents happening. And you hear people saying like, hey, stop doing that. Stop killing unarmed black people. Stop the unjust killing of black people in general. But it's not happening. So you hear it, but now you're just disregarding it. So that's what's happening now. Like, these aren't just the voices of the unheard. No. This is you heard us and now you're just disregarding us. And that's what's happening. People are choosing what to what to listen to and what not to listen to. And it's sad. And it's exhausting. And I'll if you want to with you, if the uh cuz you know, I I mentioned it like I'm not the most comfortable with the Black Lives Matter only because I'm brown. What about my life? Um you know, we go through the same shit. Oh, I um, know. It, Dude, and I feel you on that because let's be real. You know how it was for me in high school? They didn't like me at all. I was not accepted as a, you weren't black enough. Exactly, I wasn't black enough. But you know what happened though? Even and I I wasn't black enough, but to the world I am. And that's kind of the sad thing about it. Yeah, um 
you know. Uh, and then, like, I don't dislike what they do. I think that I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know if I would even named it a movement like that because any media, the the best media is the bad media for them. The bad stuff's the best thing for them. Oh yeah. Um. So you know, and it's mostly young people making a lot of ruckus and a part of me is like if i was a business owner i would totally protect my business bro yeah like by any means necessary too oh yeah um but i wouldn't go out hunting people i would just be protecting businesses because that's where i'm gonna be real like and i know like oh that's the voice of the unheard of the riots but do you have to destroy your own city that that blows my mind no i know and that's that's the you know, because if it because if there was real structure in that group, there was real structure in that movement, there wouldn't be that happening. Yeah. But on the bright side, I say <laughs> the only way that you could get rid of a group like Black Lives Matter is if you condemn the KKK. Yes. Because. They've killed plenty of anybody that doesn't have the same skin tone as them. They're still, to me, like, the biggest terroristic group in the United States. Yes, and the thing is, is that Black Lives Matter is being called and registered as a terrorist group now, but the Klan isn't. Which is crazy to me because that's the biggest terrorist group in the world. And, you know, we said it on air. We're about to go to the good stuff because I'm going to get I'm getting a little annoyed. Yeah. You know, all this confederacy stuff, bro. Mm -hmm. No one complains. No one complains. And don't get me started on history stuff because I'm already one week in and learning, you know, (laughs) there was originally 500 million Native Americans in the United States. Where are they now? But right. um, by the way, five hundred million is a lot. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, where are they now? The positives. The positives to me of this is because the only thing you can do is move forward. Um, truthfully, that's all you can really do. Can you mourn it? One hundred percent. Can you stay on it though? No. And you want to know why you can't? You can't stay on it because if you stay on it, that means you stay still. When you stay still and things like that, there's no progression going. You're staying still. Yes. And you have to keep going because I think Shaquille O'Neal said it best last night. You want change. You change your sheriff. You vote for new sheriffs. You vote for new people in your own city council. You vote for your own new people within your state and then at the very top. If you don't like how it is, bro, you vote for a new president. Yes. And and the thing is, it's not like 2019. This is 2020. People are saying this thing's the baddest, worst year of all time. Right now, for me, in my life, it's the best. Um, Are things rough? 100%. But... I don't know if it's because I'm engaged, I'm in a better mood, but hey, man, you want things to happen? Here's well, your chance. It's like I told you last night, um, my metaphor for 2020, it's pain and gain. You know, mm-hmm. when when you're at the gym and you're trying to better yourself and you're working out, you want to, you know, you want to get jacked, you want to get yoked, all this stuff, you're going to feel a burn when you're working out. That's your muscles tearing. 
You have to break them down. They tear. The lactic acid builds up, and that's when you get the stinging sensation that happens, a.k.a. the burn. That's what you feel. That's where – and then – He ain't talking happens, about the though, one when you get when you pee. <laughs> but then – but what happens with that? Now you're able – because you went through that, you're able – to build up more muscle and you come out stronger because of that. So that's what we're, where we're at right now. I'm, I'm looking at this as a time, you know, this is a chance. This is our pain and gain right now. You know, we're going through some bad stuff. I mean, and, and look at history, you know, from the past of our country, you know, we've gone through, we've gone through bad after every bad period of time, there is always some progress made for a better time. You know, a little, little bit of progress, you know, is there still progress to make? Yes, there's always progress to make because that's the thing. Society is always changing, you know, stuff's always changing, but we're yeah, in pain and gain mode. Yeah, I think, and I think it's interesting that a lot of stuff like this year is happening this year. Right. I don't know. You can look at it one of two ways, you know, depending on if you want to get conspiratorial or not. Uh, we'll see how it goes. At the end of the day, I'm not going to say we're going to get better. It's either going to be the same. It's mo- probably mostly going to be the same. Yeah. To be honest with you. um, I don't think much is going to change. Either way. Uh, we just might have a person that's a little nicer. Yeah. Which is funny to me because, you know, uh, a lot of people like, oh, I like that he's that way. He's not a politician. But when you go to the dentist and the dentist was an asshole to you, man, that dentist was an a-hole. I don't know if I'm going to go back to him. All right. Isn't that kind of funny if you think about it that way? Oh, yeah. I can handle my dentist. I can't handle my dentist or my optometrist or the guy at Target being an a-hole to me or the person at the drive through at Carl's Jr. being an a-hole to me. I can't handle that. But I can handle my president being that way. Right? Isn't that weird? Yeah. That's it's like weird when I put it that way, huh? No, and it's true because it's like you wouldn't like. Okay, uh, do you really want somebody who knows nothing about cars working on your car to make sure it stays up and running? Or do you want somebody who has no knowledge of it just to go in there? Uh, I. I've seen a few things. I think I know what this is. And I can tell you this. I've said it before. Great businessman. Bad person. Yeah. You know? Great businessman. Bad person. Um, And we'll see how that goes. And I think, to be truthful, Marcus, we're going to have to cool it on the politic talk leading up to the election. (sighs) Because I think it gets very divisive. Oh, yeah. Like, I think it's it's tough for people to deal with. Um, and, too, sometimes people's emotions get too much. Uh, some cool news, I guess, you know, winding down here. Uh, we might be getting a Out of the Light song. That should be fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, what, me and Marcus had to collaborate on that, um, on how we want to do it. I have some ideas. I'm sure he does, too. But me and him really got to talk about it. Just like, you know, like. What do you want to do? Like what style we probably will once we get off air on this. Um do you have anything going on for the weekend? Uh 
Not really. Honestly, no. Um, everything's kind of just like sort of chill right now, which is nice, you know. Yeah, I ain't, your boy ain't got nothing going on. Well, there's not much to do in California right now. Uh, yeah. You know, even if you go somewhere, like nothing's I really mean, open. I guess the only thing I can say is like I'm I'm uh, starting to catch up on that uh, Digimon reboot that came out. Uh-huh. I'm watching that. It's on Crunchyroll. It's in Japanese, but they got English subtitles, so... You wow. Know, You'd rather yeah. watch that than Star Wars. You're crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, there's yeah. some things I want to watch coming up too, soon, too. Uh, I might. We'll see. I don't know. I don't have the most time anymore, because I do have, like, school again. So, you know, yeah. it takes... Each class takes, like, a couple hours a week. <laughs> Uh, we'll see. Uh, maybe next week we'll get Tammy back on. Yeah. To see the day in the life of the DoorDash man. Uh, who you that might be his name. Huh? Who are you delivering to? Yeah. Who is you delivering to on Tuesday at 3? Um, yeah, man. Like, you know, we're going to keep moving forward. I think things are getting better and better as far as, like, us and the show. Um, if you want to follow the show, you can go to Instagram.com, uh, look up Out of the Lights podcast. We're the only one named that. Um, we also moved to now like Audio Boom as our host, main host. Uh, so that's been fun. They make things very easy on us. If you think about it, uh, I'll have to fill you in on that, Marcus. They make things way easier for us, and uh, we're just gonna keep living, man. We're going to keep living and giving. That's all we can do. Living and giving, bro. And the words of Pops from Luke Cage, always cold. And the words from my Pops. Whoop, there it is. Um, (laughs) Marcus, you want to hit him out with it? All right. It's your boy, Richard. It's your boy, Marcus. We out the lights. We Mm. got it. Grocery that. And close the trunk. We out. <laughs> <laughs>